Hi, this is Steffi and welcome to The Financial Fox. Today on the show, I have Alexei Falin, co-founder and CEO at Rarible. We did an interview with Alexei a year ago and since then, they have made great progress to become an aggregated, community-centric, multi-chain NFT marketplace. Okay, that's a lot of things and Alexei is going to help me to unpack that, but the key points are the Rarible is an aggregator of NFT marketplace, and that's quite cool. They are multi-chain, and that's even cooler. <laughs> they are on Polygon, they are on Ethereum, they are on Solana, they are on Tezos. I mean, that's great when we talk about interoperability and the future of uh, blockchain that is actually going to be multi-chain. And also they have got this very interesting product for businesses, which is NFT marketplace white label solution. So there is a lot of um, interesting stuff that we are going to discuss in this interview. But before we get into that, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, click the subscribe button now and follow us on social media to stay up to date with our news and interviews. Now let's get straight into my conversation with Alexei. Hi Alexei, how are you? I am good. How are you today? Yeah, I'm fine. It's great to have you back on the show. It's been quite some time. So I think we did an interview. Uh, what was, I think it was last year, right? Yeah, exactly. It was a year ago. Uh, I remember that one. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, awesome. So let's make this another good one. And I think maybe a way to start will be, let's just give a quick overview, quick introduction of yourself and a quick overview of Rarible. Sure. Uh, so my name is Alexei Carlin. I'm a CEO and co-founder. We founded Rarible in 2019 and uh, still uh, developing and building toward this web-free metaverse bloom that's happening. Yeah, obviously. I mean, okay, Alexei. So if we have to say how Rarible is different from any other marketplaces out there, for example, OpenSea, we know that Coinbase has got an NFT marketplace, Binance has got another one, and there are so many other out there. And mm-hmm. actually, the market is quite competitive as well. So how do you stand out? How Rarible stand out from the rest of other marketplaces mm-hmm. and is unique? Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you for this one. So as you said, there is a lot of marketplaces uh, we can see on the market and more coming. Same as NFT as a category that go, it's just developing and it's more, we're seeing like more and more different types of NFTs happens, uh, emerge. And uh, well, what's rarable or different is that we probably the most like largest platform, like a protocol that you can utilize to build your own marketplace. So our main differences, we are building everything that uh, you can, all the tooling that you need to build your community. Essentially, it's like a meeting experience and the marketplace. So now you can generate a marketplace on, on top of variable infrastructure and um, have your own branded experience for your com- for your community so you don't need to uh share in user base with any other any other marketplace so we believe that in the future it will be more trades will come to the vertical marketplaces 
because they uh it's like very brand on community oriented always like nfts but you wanna be like on a safe branded environment when you trade it's one thing another is that different type of nfts they need a different type type of explorer and uh what we already seen is that's really badly fits into the one like marketplace interface so to say we saw recently raise of this uh, trading terminals so that's like a blur or magically gg more of this coming so it's completely focused on numbers and text and graphs that's like a trading terminal and not all nfts fits to be um traded in this yeah. uh in the sense like art you can't really trade art as that as as just like tradable asset high frequency trading but you can do this with tokens such as pfps so pfps suits good for this and what we're seeing is like okay uh there is different user experience different explore uh people need to trade to interact even like with different types of nfts and variable is different because we provide the tooling for communities so you can counter variable and generate your own place or we do like a deep partnerships with prominent projects and so to say there is a 2500 marketplaces launched already huge network of marketplaces that people are utilizing for their communities it's a no code solution you can just uh, be a designer or marketing person and you can generate this and you can uh, really set up all your visual like color and just like um, tweak design of this marketplace with uh, easy to use cms solution on on backend so all of this works on top of the same like uh, variable infrastructure and the same infrastructure runs behind variable.com. Okay, so it's kind of like basing providing an NFT white label solution for business as well. Here is the tricky question. Amazon is rumored to be building an NFT marketplace and obviously they are, uh, they are hosting businesses, right? Uh, your thought and strategy if that actually happens? If it actually happens, that's a good question. If so. I, <laughs> I hope it will happen. So, from what I've heard is that they um, probably they're not gonna use like Ethereum or any of the major ones. They're gonna use their like, own blockchain, which is very sad to hear. But we'll see how it will go. So generally. Uh, what we do have on the market. We have a super small market still. So crypto is like pretty, pretty small. Still is pretty small on user base. And uh, especially on this bear market times. Now we do have about 30,000 uh, traders daily, which is like super small audience comparing to like uh, uh, Instagram. So to say it's like hundreds of millions of daily active users. And we do have like a very tiny, tiny audience at the moment. So what is very important for the market is uh, new people joining, finding something that they really like in Web3 and in NFTs. NFTs is a very good category to onboard people. So if uh, anyone like Amazon or Coinbase or uh, this um, uh, consumer facing, especially not crypto native brands, 
coming to the space and bringing awareness and uh, converting some portion of their audiences. Uh, it's super helpful for the whole industry. Yep, I'm really up to seeing more um, okay. NFT marketplaces from prominent brands, from big companies. Okay, so you talk about partnership before, and I mean, one year has gone by since uh, we chatted last time. Can you maybe summarize the key development milestone at Rarible during those months? Yeah, exactly a year ago, we started this uh, community marketplace product, which allows you to spin off your own marketplace. And to the to date, we launched like uh, more than uh, 2,500 of those marketplaces. Oh, wow. Yeah. And 20 of them with big brands. And soon. Okay, she knows some names. Tell us some names. A lot. We did a lot of with toy companies, actually. So it's from traditional world. I can give you the best one. So, also out of uh, Web2 and, and uh, traditional brands, we work with uh, a lot of crypto native brands. Some of them is a Pixel World, it's one of okay. the most. Uh, sophisticated and cool marketplaces we launched. Then we launched CryptoPunks, V1, Amphers. Uh, so all these communities, they can trade on their own marketplace. And actually they do. So what we're seeing is that all these marketplaces, they tend to keep some audience. At the moment, there is like all sorts of marketplaces around this. <clears throat> and depending on the NFT type, they could trade it more on Blur, or more on OpenSteel, or more on Rarible, or more on Foundation. It's if it's like more of the art rare. So, but also community marketplace is always able to capture the very core like community audience. And there is like trades happening there uh, cost, uh, consistently. So there is Fox uh, News company who launched the uh, Cropopolis marketplace to support their uh, animated series launch. So yeah, there is a, a, a lot of this um, cool brand partners. On Solana, we did Digital That's one of the top Solana projects. And also our marketplaces, they are multi-chain. So you can launch this marketplace at the moment, fully automated on ETH, Ethereum, and on Polygon. Yeah, I'm so glad that you mentioned about interoperability and you know the different chain um, mm. that you support. So, uh, on the point of interoperability, yeah, tell me how can you support uh, more chain and how do you see the future of NFT marketplace as being maybe more interoperable than fragmented as it is right now? Uh, by interoperability, you mean like multi-chain? Yeah, multi-chain. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, so uh, for multi-chain, it's here for sure. Uh, you can think about this as uh, languages like group of language, like we have a, a DH, EVM, like it's Ethereum, it's a Polygon, layer two solutions that we have move language, it's Aptos um, and um, other blockchains. It's more of the enterprise focused. Uh, there is a flow blockchain, it's also enterprise focused. So it's really depends on the, and there is a Rust uh, group. Okay. Languages such as Solana and Nier. Okay. So, uh, yeah, but it's really depends on the specific features and purpose and go to market uh, for these blockchains. But we are seeing that actually enterprises, like uh, big enterprises, they tend to lean towards just like enterprise focused blockchains, which are, I would say, more restricted and uh, at some point 
more uh, suitable from legal standpoint, I guess. Uh, so all this uh, work, uh, helps a lot to attract like big enterprises. So they will go for for this set of uh, blockchains. And then uh, Desmond Ethereum will be the, on the frontier of the whole like innovations and uh, all cool stuff that's happening. But also what we're seeing is that L2s probably on top of Ethereum will gain a lot of traction because they just like cheaper and so one of the points that I wanted to discuss with you is that the point of royalties for content creators, because we have seen a lot of like controversial views about should we keep royalties, should we not keep royalties? And I mean, are they, they are actually important for the development of the digital economy and protecting also IP. Uh, in, on your website, you say enforce royalties. So tell me a bit more about your views and and how do you, what's the role of royalties in an NFT marketplace? Mm -hmm. Sure. So that's a good question. Uh, royalties is a big part of this market. And uh, getting back to types of NFTs, I would say that there's different things like, okay, there is a PFPs. And for PFPs, when people tend to do like high frequency trading of them, royalties doesn't make much sense. So you don't want but there is a flippers, they, they sometimes they flip like one NFT tens of yeah. times a day. So you don't want to pay like royalty every time. So that's why we're seeing drop of this royalties from uh, trading terminal. So they are trying to get rid of this royalties, although it's possible technically you can't really uh, restrict on Ethereum, you can't restrict royalties. Uh, essentially for art, I think it's very important. It's very important to keep royalties for art. So Rarible is always pro creator and building for creators, uh, for creators of communities, for creators of digital content. We preserve royalties. It's as easy as we just go for it. Also for what we are seeing now is that uh, the solution we offer to the market is a community marketplace product. So you can have your own marketplace and you can now, in this case, you can control royalties, so you fully control all the commissions and royalties on this marketplace, which okay. means that uh, if you have a really strong brand, a really strong community who wants to support you, okay, you can launch just a dedicated space for your community, and on top of the space, it will be rules that you set, and you can still earn and still... Uh, and will stream your stream from your community, from uh, your own marketplace. So this is what uh, we're seeing happening a lot as more and more uh, marketplaces, uh, they decline to pay royalties and drop royalties. So we're seeing more communities trying to spin off their own marketplace and then capture revenue stream this from different type of, uh, on top of their own uh, brand environment. Okay. rather than uh, rely on third-party marketplace. Okay. Talking about the future of NFT in Web3, I mean, we have seen uh, the rise, the hype, the focus on mm -hmm. PT, but um, I mean, if we look at NFT in five years, in 10 years, um, how do you think uh, are they going to evolve? What's the future of NFT? Yeah, so I think years from now, NFT still will be here just because it's one of the super cool and important primitives 
in in Web3. So generally, Web3, uh, the, the one of the main value proposition of the stack is that you own directly everything. And uh, NFTs essentially represent any unique, uh, unfungible item, right? So it's a very, very basic primitive. So that's why it will be here for years. Uh, all the time we will have blockchain. And because um, it's so basic, it will be uh, super popular. Uh, so people will have, like, imagine, I, I believe, like, we will have uh, tens or hundred X users, even like tens of thousand X in users in blockchain. Next, like, five to ten years, it will be good infrastructure. It will be more convenient to use wallets and uh, on wraps. Yeah, everything. So speed of execution. So it will be sleek blockchain apps on top what we actually already seen it's like a start of this like years is just beginning of uh application layer <clears throat> so before like two years ago like even three years ago we started tradable it was the first year you could build something meaningful from the user perspective before that it was like really hard to use evolution is going and in five ten years uh from now we will have like rich uh robust apps and pretty much all the content will be represented in any like somehow in nfts everyone like a lot of people they will have wallets they will have nfts as many as their emails in their inbox now so just like a lot of nfts from let's say you visit some place you got like this pop use case really want to get so then like um, different proofs of different events proofs of membership and there's only like communities and definitely art will be there so yeah i think um it's it will be a big part of your ownership in the web free world yeah i like what you said about primitives of web three because that's you know some people say building blocks but i like the word primitives so basically if I'm a brand, if I'm a company, if I'm a business, they want to get into an NFT, I want to build a marketplace, I can come to Rarible and build it and build also my own community. If I'm a trader, if I'm actually the buy, the buy side, right, why I should go on Rarible? Um, tell me a bit about the community. Tell me a little bit what I can get there that I wouldn't be able to get anywhere else. Yeah, so uh, on Rarible you still can trade and we aggregate all other marketplaces on multiple chains so you can pretty much uh, use Rarible to shop across several blockchains, Pezas, Low, Polygon, so we will add more layer 2 soon. So just like one-stop shop for uh, buying something specific. Yeah, Rarible probably not the best place to efficacy frequency trading. Although we do have specialization, special services now, like I mentioned before. And also you can browse this communities that people uh, spin off as their own marketplaces uh, for Rarible. So okay. we tend to think of Rarible as just a browser, right? You can discover a community you like and start from, from this point. Yeah, I think that's great. So what keeps you excited? What are you working on that you are really excited about? So tell us something. So I'm really excited to see how we can bring more people into the space, how the space will grow. I'm less excited about trading and uh, fighting for the whole like small audience that we have on the blockchain and, and also building the very new things. 
or specifically there's like niche audience. But yeah, this is what excites us and that and me personally is to see how how we can bring more more users to, to the space, how we can be in the point there we have like one million at least monthly active users in NFT space. This is um, cool to see and bullish on crypto in general and recent events and uh, uh, proof were on again and crypto got really good bump because those banks, they going down. You can't do anything. So the, the thesis of direct ownership is uh, pretty cool. It's definitely way more <laughs> effective I think, yeah, we'll see a lot of growth next several years. Completely agree with you. I think uh, everything that happened re recently has kind of enforced um, the value that crypto is bringing and direct ownership, exactly what you said. Well, Alexei, thank you so much for coming back on the show. And, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing more development at Rarible and have you back again. Thank you. That was a pleasure. Yeah.